stopped, get him stopped. Welcome to Open Red, Credentials Denied. Your home for World of Outlaws and Dirt Car conversation and news. On this week's show, it's Outlaws versus Posse, round one. Three nights in Mississippi Thunder, and Marler walks away with 50 grand. And the big blocks get things started down in Jersey. I'm Mike Warren, and joining me in the studio are your hosts, Chris Dolak and Mick. All right, welcome back to another Open Red Credentials Denied, uh, episode number 11, Mike Warren. How are you? You had a you had a big weekend on the road. Well, first things first, I want to say welcome to Credentials Tonight, everybody. Ah. Except the PA Posse. It's I, rivalry week, baby. I, I suppose they can still listen, but yeah. Well, yes, they can still listen, but we're going to beat them again. Do they have a podcast? I'm sure. I'm oh, sure they do. Probably. <laughs> they're probably calling us names. Yeah, who knows. But anyway, weekend was good. Good to get back. I, I tell you. I love Mississippi Thunder. You know, the brats, the cheese curds, you know, the racing was good, too. Uh, oh, we're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> so brats and cheese curds is basically just cheeseburger. But they're, roll, they're rolled up and separate. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so so funny funny story I forgot to tell you guys. So obviously we know the whole cheeseburger thing out of Super Dirt Week last year. So we, we get to the get to the hotel we stay at. We're all eating dinner in the hotel bar, and I'm sitting next to Tyler Bachman. You can already tell where this is going. So I get a cheeseburger for dinner, of course. Bachman decide, tells me, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture and send it to one of my friends." Yeah, he sent it to Friesen. <laughs> what did he say? Friesen goes, "Wow, that shirt's gonna get tighter, kind of like the one he was wearing at Bridgeport last night." Mm. Wow, we're gonna have to get uh, Friesen one of my shirts. I'm gonna print off too. Then, oh boy, wonder yeah, what size he is. Can't wait for that. But all in all, a good weekend, heartbreaking weekend on the outlaw side, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, tough one for Tyler. I mean, I, 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 you could tell how dejected he was after the race, and I feel, I feel for the guy because that team, him, Greg, his dad, Zeb, putting Walter in there too, the dog, he, they all work hard, hard on that car, and I, I, I tell you, man, I, it's just one of those. It's like, damn, yeah, you really wanted to see that. It would have been his first outlaw win, his biggest win of his career, no question about it. An hour and a half from home, right? Like it was, all, it was all lining up perfectly. It was a collective gasping. Oh no! Yeah. From here all the way up to there, you know, <laughs> everywhere in the text group. Oh my, the, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, the text yeah, yeah. every. It's like oh, I just, believe the correct word was "son of a," and he didn't yeah, say the second yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, we yeah, I, we all. I think we all felt bad. We, uh, I'm sure. I, you know, you were obviously you talked to Tyler after the race. Um, Tyler Bruning, we're referencing Tyler Bruning's. Had uh, the lead with uh, what seven, seven, eight to go, seven to go, seven yep. to go on Saturday night, fifty to win, and uh, just uh, he closed the closing rate on that car in front of him. I don't know that car kind of, kind of, I don't know, snuck a little sideways. Something. He was not fast. Yeah, it wasn't fast, and but down to the, were, but, but once it gets down in the rubber, yeah, like once that, you're in there, you're, so you got to yeah. kind of adjust the pace, and um, they just uh, he got on him. I think quicker in the corner than he expected. I would imagine. I don't. Like that's said, that's but what I would say. It just by watching it, it was like, oh man. And I, you could even see Mike Marler in the victory. You know, so Marler winds up with the win, and you know, Mikey's obviously a likable guy, and, and and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna take it take away from him. But you could even see he felt bad the the way he he got the win. So, um, boy, that's a rough one. It's a pretty tough one, but I mean, that's racing, and these are the little things you got to learn. Along the way, the, you know, when we talk about 
when a driver gets it, he won't do that again. And I'm not saying he, he messed up, but you have to judge that closing rate when you go into the corner, especially when you got a, a lead like that and you can you can pace yourself at that point. Well, and that's the thing. Like Chris and I were talking this morning. M- Mikey wasn't gonna pa- wasn't gonna pass him at no. that point. No, no, no question he was, about it. He was there. The, the question I had was, what would Tyler Herb in third? What would he? Yeah. He may have forced the issue a little bit, but I think I think Mikey was probably not going to step out of line to get on the outside because you know you could have just dropped anchor there. If still you a healthy outside. payday for second too. Yeah, it's not- yeah. With the way the track was at the end there, uh, I think if you get out of line there, you're 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 going backwards. So. Um, I'm sure he was content to at least ride around till that last lap. And then, you know, then if you got to force it, you force it then. But, um, but I was just, I, I mean, we all, uh, I think we all felt a, a little bit of a gut punch. Yeah, <laughs> when, for we're, sure. We're not even in the car, but. Uh, I mean, hey, I, I, I will not complain about a former champion winning the race on any stretch right, of right, imagination. Right, 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 right. But, I mean, the whole, the yep. whole weekend was, I thought it was pretty good racing all three nights from late models. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, the track is awesome. It's a beautiful facility. Thinking Bobby Pierce only has three World of Outlaws wins seems so weird. It's weird, right? So, and all three are in the last 14 Two, months. Yep. It's not like it's, you know, it's just hard to believe when you think about it. And then JD's been on a tear no matter what he's been in. I yeah, mean, no matter where he goes right now. You want to talk about Shepard showing up? Yeah, we should. Sure. We absolutely <laughs> should. Well, first off, and I want to say before we get to Shepard, you know, Josh Richards. Big top, big top three. That that is huge. Yeah, I mean, he he. I talked to him after. And he's like, "Hey, that's like a win right now." And that, that's, I think that. Well, we were talking about it earlier too. It's it's Shepard showing up, and you can see it or hear it in Josh's post race interview about what that meant and what the changes were that they were making and tweaking and this and that and and to get the car to where it needed to be, and um, you know, even Josh attributed a lot of that help to what. Brandon had done there mm-hmm. just in two days, really. Right. right. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see now going forward how either Josh or Boom or both of them can take advantage of what they learned or what Brandon was able to share with them uh, to get those cars uh, rolling pretty good. But um, I, I found Saturday's race to be really interesting. Uh, obviously, it was a longer race. Um, we've been running a lot of 40 lappers this year. So the race was a little bit longer, but it was um, – it was kind of neat to see there were guys that jumped out early and you're kind of, you know, you're sitting there and you're watching it and you're like, yeah, I don't know, that might've been too early to see if he was, if they're going to be able to hold on for the, for the length there. And then you had the guys that started slowly. You just, and you start to see that they're the kind of the veterans of the sport, right? Those guys that have a lot of experience were the guys that you start to see, well, lap lap forty five, lap fifty, lap fifty five, yeah. laps. Here are these guys coming forward, and uh, you know they they play the game right, and they they save the tires, and they manage the situation, and put themselves at the end of the day right uh, right where they need to be. I thought I'd made a note about that. I was just looking looking at that, but like, oh yeah. So you know, Josh went eighteenth to third, and Dennis went uh, Herb Junior went thirteenth to fifth. So and, you see those guys with that experience, they're moving themselves forward in a race like that. And I think, you know, you go back, you know, we're sitting here in November wrapping up the season. We go back to Mississippi Thunder when if Dennis does, in fact, hold on to win the title, that's going to be one of the nights yep. that's going to be talked about. Sure. You know, he may win three, four, five more, five, maybe more races before the year's over. But 
it's nights like that yep. that win championships. Yep. Like once we get through the uh, well, we've got a couple of Pennsylvania swings coming up. We have sprint cars obviously this week, and then late models will be up Pennsylvania next week. And I think once we get through that Pennsylvania week, it's a good time to check back in with Dennis Irv and say, okay, let's see what let's see how he's racing. Um, he hasn't led the points in a, in a national tour like this. I, I, Summer nationals, he's mm-hmm. he's he's got the championship there, but um, he hasn't led a national late model tour. Points wise, and it would be interesting to to hear from him or Heather or, or whoever about have they changed. Even though it's May, it's early, and there's a lot of racing to go. Have they already changed the way they're approaching race nights? Yeah, are they, you know, are they suddenly uh, more cautious than maybe they may have been before, or is he still aggressive? Because these guys will tell you, you know, they, they win races and the points take care of themselves. It's true. But lose races and the points take care of themselves it, too. You also got to finish. So you, you've got to you've got to finish and you've you've got to put yourself in those top five positions. To right. Now, ironically, I, I had a conversation with Tyler Bruning earlier in the day about that because you know entering in Saturday night, he was only 104 points out of first, which right. which sounds like it's a lot of points, but yeah. consider one thing: one DNF and a victory. That's that's about a, I think it's a 60 point swing. Yeah. So it, it can change in. You know, I'll get to my other point on that in a second. He goes, you got to just run races and take care of yourself till about maybe August or so. Like Once we get to that northern swing, really, in July is when things tweak a little bit. But I think the difference this time around, and I mean no offense to Dennis and Heather when I say this, a Brandon Shepard 98-point lead and a Dennis Herb 98-point lead are two different things. Because, and, and I only say that because how rare was it in the last few, it, through, out, even when Josh was driving the car, did you see problems on that Rocket One car? No. It almost yeah. never happened. That's the thing, because there's a lot that goes into it and wear and tear on pieces and parts, and, and there comes, there, you know, there's a fiscal aspect, there's a, a human error aspect, and then there's the loose nut behind the wheel that's got to keep his head on straight, too. So um, I think they've got him in it. I think that, really, I think Dennis's calm demeanor probably plays into becoming a champion because he doesn't he seems sort of unflappable i've seen dennis herb mad very few times and i've also seen him ex- like excited very few times so i think that even keel that even head with with someone like heather turning wrenches on the car i mean it's a pretty good formula right there in and of itself i think it's cool that we're talking about dennis herb jr right <laughs> you know? well and the other thing too if you the <laughs> heather and heather will laugh at this if she's listening the ocd with dennis is actually pretty funny yeah. so we know we have it we have it down to a science when heather comes to the trailer to get lineups it's always two one for inside the trailer one for outside the trailer but that's one of those things it's those little things that help mm-hmm. go toward championship and again not to compare them to the one team but how buttoned up have they been I mean, Chris, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. You've seen it live. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they're they're, um, you know, I, I, I they're taking care of business, right? Exactly. And, and they're doing what they need to do. And it, you know, he's that guy who's he's been. When you look at the results at the end of the night, it's like, well, look at that, he mm-hmm. was fifth again. Oh, look at that, he was fourth. Yep. It's that's not where he started, but by the end of the race, he has put himself in position, and that's really all you can do right now is keep putting yourself in position. Uh, the wins will come, and you got to take them when they're there. But when they're not there, you've got to still be in that top five. You got to keep knocking the top fives off, uh, and that's what that's what championship drivers do. And he really, and, and 
I hate to say this too, it, he really caught a break this weekend because Max Blair just did not have a weekend that he's been I, showing. Yeah, I thought Max Blair would be a lot better there. Now, I, I, I mentioned a trend to Rick going into, uh, we've talked about this on the show many times, you know, I thought, all right, first night in Mississippi Thunder, Max going to struggle because he's never been here before, but you thought he'd get better on the second night, better on the third night, and it just didn't happen this time mm-hmm. around. But the thing that going in, it's like, okay, we have five, I'm going to say five races in Pennsylvania, even though I know very well that Sharon's in Ohio coming up, but in that in that area relatively for the next two weeks, which is Max's backyard. Yeah. However, he doesn't have the laps on these tracks compared to like a state line in Erie's, so Max is going to have to work just as hard, but this is still a good chance for Max to strike back here. It is. It's also a good chance for, for Josh Richards to come with some momentum because that's his neck of the woods too. And yeah. don't don't count out Tanner English and Tyler Bruning either. Yeah. I mean, Bruning likes these big tracks, and two out of the three next weekend are half miles. And Tyler, you know, once he gets over <laughs> the over the, the the Mississippi Thunder race, you look back and he was in the lead, yeah. right? With seven right. to go. He's and, put himself in that position. He's now figured that out. How do I get to that spot? Yep. And, and and that field was a heck of a field that was of a cars. Damn good I mean, field. It, was a, it was an all-star I mean, field of cars, right? You're missing so. maybe two, three cars that – two, three, four, maybe five cars that would be, have a chance to win a World 100, yeah, for example, that exactly. weren't there. And, you, and, and he put himself up in front there. So he ought to be you – know, and I'm sure when you look at it later, you, you – he, he will be proud of what he accomplished, and, and mm-hmm. hopefully he is, because that was no small feat, what he did, and how he did it and how he got there, because it, you know, it took a while to get in the picture. He was another one that came, you know, was was really what Herb and uh, Marler up front there. And, and and that's the thing about Tyler, and I've been saying it for about six months now, I think he's the most underrated driver and, and because he's he's just there. He doesn't, doesn't make mistakes that often. Yeah. He he, you know, he's consistent. They that team is works well together. He's not flashy. It mm-hmm. hasn't been, but you can see that the trend is going. And and look, I I I've said this with Gustin. I'm going to say this with him too. Once he gets one, mm-hmm. you might want to look out because he might be able to reel off a ton of them. It's it's what they always say: seat time. Exactly. I mean, seat time. And then once you figure a few things out, it's uh. Pretty easy, but yeah, we're just looking at the points now. Herb, Dennis Herb Jr., Max Blair, Tanner English, Tyler Bruning, Ryan Gustin, Josh Richards. Tanner English is sneaky in that third place. Like, you, you, if you had me to guess who was the top three in, in points, I would not have Tanner English there. Well, and this goes on, you know, a what if, but with seven laps to go, he was not going to be third in points leaving Mississippi Thunder. True. Tyler would have had a significant advantage, and actually, actually, Tyler might have been really close to Max Blair for second. If he'd won, uh, where did Blair finish? Deep. Deep. Yeah, yeah, he would have put a big chunk in, in that. So I, I hate to say the what ifs with points, but that that's something we may look at again coming up in October, coming up in November. But you know what? At this point, we like like we've said, you just got to race. Points take care of itself. Yep. You know, I have to look at it because it's my job to look at it. But you know, we just take things one race at a time. Luckily, that wasn't the only. You know, I just noticed something. Hmm. I didn't cancel any races I was a part of last week. No, no, the other guys did. <laughs> Super Dirt Car Series race too. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was going to say, you know, speaking of your job, which is not necessarily part of your job, but you did a heck of a job at uh, Bridgeport uh, the other night. You you had you put a good race on, a lot of passing up front. You look put together. You were wearing a nice undershirt. Yeah, yes. yeah well, it was cold out there. Yeah. It was cold. I was glad I had it because I was freezing. Yeah. Speaking of freezing. He finished second. He almost <laughs> had a good shot to win. Yeah. 
That was a pretty good finish there. And, and exciting for Ryan Godown. Um, don't, you know, he doesn't run the, the, the tour. He's down in New Jersey, doesn't necessarily run the tour, but he's been a guy at uh, Super Dirt Week who has helped us out doing those 5 a.m. media calls and things like that with TV yep. stations. He's been a guy who's been willing to do that. And um, so it was kind of neat to see. And I always like those guys that help us out. It's always cool to see one of those guys get a win. And he had to earn that thing because Friesen was throwing everything he could. Yeah. That was yeah, a as great was race. Billy Pouch Jr. Well, it's like we talked about with the Mississippi Thunder race. It's like, all right, did he go too early? Well, Ryan right. Godown went from 10th to 1st in like 10 laps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, well, oh, Stanley's starting to creep up. Here yep. comes the other guys. And I'm like, uh-oh. But Stewie just, you know, tried to get him in one. And I, I will say that the 26 made his car pretty wide in turn one. I don't <laughs> think there's a question about that. That's, but hey, if I was a I, I, whoever built the wall in three and four, uh, I mean, that's a guy who ought to be building houses in, in torno- tornado areas. <laughs> yeah, for real. That, that wall... They, those guys did everything they could to knock that wall down in three and four, and it's still standing. You say that, and and, and we'll see if Sheldon Hoddenshield knocks it down next mm-hmm. week. It will be tested because I guarantee you he'll be the first one to test it. Yeah, but that reminds me, we got Sprint Cars PA Posse coming up. I guess we'll talk about that when we come back here on Open Red Credentials tonight. K1 Race Gear is proud to be the official safety gear provider of the World of Outlaws. Over half the World of Outlaws competitors trust K1 Race Gear with all their safety product needs. Whether it's premium custom suits, gloves, or shoes, K1 Race Gear has you covered. Find out more at www.k1racegear.com and follow us along at at K1 Race Gear on all social media platforms. K1 Race Gear, the racer's brand of safety gear and apparel. Well, we welcome you back to Open Red Credentials Denied, and unfortunately, uh, Brian Walker canceled two races this weekend. <laughs> Listen, I, I get it. I got enough shots. It was shot. a group effort, actually. Yes, it was. We were, we were all involved in that. Well, it absolutely was, but yeah. after the shots I got at Bristol about having an Android, I'm going to come right back and, <laughs> you know, hammer that one back out. But unfortunately, Eldora got rained out, so Let's Race 2 is not going to happen, I believe, as of now. Nope. I think it's out. We race enough at Eldora this year that I think those that weekend is just... Uh, Unfortunately, just gone. You saying there's some historical big ones or something coming up? There is a historical big one coming up. Yes, in uh, July. It's my birthday week. That's how I always get that right. Yeah, I'll be in Minnesota though. (laughs) The uh, but our guys still went out and raced a little bit this weekend. Carson Macedo picking up the win at Knoxville, fifth of the win there. Uh, Forty, they had forty three cars. Knoxville, their Saturday night show, and I think Carson was the only one, the only full-timer that was over there after uh, everything rained out, but it's a little bit of a shorter drive for those guys being based where they are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Carson, you know, obviously he's really good there. The yeah. 41 is uh, yeah, really, really good there. Yep. And you know, those guys, I think I think even Carson said that. Anytime you get laps at Knoxville, you're going to take that opportunity just to get ready for the big one mm-hmm. in uh, August. So. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the – I hate to say there's a more star-studded win this weekend, but PPM. Yeah. Back I, in victory lane in Houston. That was exciting to watch last night. And, and you know, I know we were Dirt Vision is – we're in Dirt Vision Studios right now. Right. But it is really cool to be able to flip around on a on a Sunday night and be able to watch a race from Houston. It's that yep. you wouldn't have normally been able to do that uh, in past years. But now you can sit in, in – I can be in Charlotte and I can watch the race from Houston. Um, if I'd have been in South Dakota, I'd have been at the track, I think, because yeah. 
but they, they had a great field there and, um, you know, kind of heartbreak for, for Mark Dobmeyer, you know, not quite to the extent that, uh, Tyler Bruning faced, but Dobmeyer, another great story of him coming back after having the broken back and things like that. So, um, he just got high in one and two somewhere about midway through the feature and kind of looped it in the corner. Um, and, uh, Parker Price Miller uh, was able to take advantage. Uh, obviously PPM going through his cancer treatments. Um, and I know I've kind of seen what he's been going through, talked to him a couple times just about it. Um, similar to some of the things that, that I had, which is why I was talking mm -hmm. with him. Just, we were more or less, we'd compared notes <laughs> back to, to sort of see what, uh, what the treatments were like and things like that. And, uh, uh, really cool to see him be able to do that uh, because that's what he's going through is, I mean, it takes a ton out of you. Yeah. Physically. And physically. Yeah. And, and, and to an extent, mentally, emotionally yeah. and mentally. Uh, so for him to be able to do what he did, um, obviously had a good car, put it where it needed to be and took advantage of the situation. And, you know, that was pretty emotional victory lane. Like he said, he didn't even know if he'd be racing a car. Right. And now he's winning a race against a really good field of cars too. So, um, again, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of positives, uh, you know, Dobmeyer being able to be back and be up front and lead races. That's pretty good to see knowing how, how much he's had to do to get back in a car. Um, Parker Price Miller, what he's had to do to get in a car yeah. and race it and what he's continuing to go through um, and be able to win. Uh, just, just great stories. And to be able to watch it on a Sunday night on Dirt Vision was even better. Right. Is Parker done with treatment, or is he still in the middle? I think he's still between? it's still going on. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's yeah. super impressive. But sprint cars. Sprint cars, yes, Mike. We are Big going week. to. We're <laughs> opening up. Yeah. Round one, PA Posse versus the Outlaws. And we kick it off in Lincoln on Wednesday night. The duramax Dryden gettysburg Clash. Yes. What and he said. then. <laughs> say what? Say what he said. Yes. That's a uh, Wednesday night. Thursday, we've got drivers going over to a place called the Milton Hershey School. Oh. Uh, going to go and talk with some kids about race cars and things like that at a school um, over there in the Pennsylvania area. And then uh, Friday and Saturday is racing at Williams Grove, uh, the big one Saturday night for the Morgan Cup, which is the... Uh, uh, traveling trophy that goes back. It's either stays at Williams Grove or comes back here, depending on which side wins the race. It was uh, a, a bit of an idea of uh, Kathy Hughes a few years back. She found this trophy when she was traveling, I think in Italy, I believe that's where yeah. she bought. She got the trophy in Italy. I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. And uh, the trophy has uh, gone back and forth a few times and uh, it's currently in our office. Huh. And, and we, it's going to stay there. It's been uh, here for a couple of years now, thanks to Brad Sweet and Sheldon Hoddenshield. Uh, but uh, before that, it was there for a few years with Lance DeWeese and uh, Freddie Raymer. But for the most part, the Outlaws have, uh, uh, you know, I shouldn't say, oh, you know what? I'm looking at Lincoln. Uh, Scratch all that. I'm like, well, I was on Lincoln and I'm looking at this and I'm going, wait, that doesn't make sense. Because I know Steve won the first one. So anyway, but what I was looking at, what I was getting at with these, well, I was making these notes. So I was making the notes and looking at the list of winners. 
both at Lincoln and Williams Grove. And the racers that win these races, you look at Brad Sweet and Sheldon and Lance and Gravel's in there and Shots and, you know, Darren Pittman, Danny Dietrich, uh, even, you know, even Greg Hodnett in there. Um, so, and then that's Lincoln. And then you look at who's winning at Williams Grove and you've got, you know, Macedo's in there and, and uh, Gravel is, is back in there and DeWeese and, you know, Shots and, you know, that list of drivers like that. What tells you is there's probably not a big upset coming this weekend. Right. It is probably going to be one of the big guys that uh, comes out and puts that car on top. That seems to be the way it works. Uh, obviously, the the intensity ratchets up uh, both at both at Lincoln and Williams Grove, and uh, I think when we start talking about you know these drive these guys the posse guys have been racing about as long as we've been racing yep. this, this year. So yeah, they got a little bit late I don't know that anybody's got necessarily an advantage going into this thing other than Macedo. He's the one guy I see who seems to be racing, winning. Um, Gravel's been quick. Um, Brad's obviously leading points. On the Pennsylvania side, Anthony Macri's been one He's of the top dogs. Damn good, yeah. Uh, but, you know, he hasn't really won one of these races yet in this, this setup. So... Uh. This could be his year. I, I just I love the environment up there. I, first of all, the the trophy that's that that changes hands. I yep. think that's one of the funnest things in sports. Yep. You know, we need more of that. But uh, just the environment that we're going into. You know, we're, we're the outsiders, the enemies when we're there, and and they let us know it. And it's uh it's intense. It's like a college football vibe up up there. They do let us know it. Even the kids let us know it. <laughs> I I, I, I think I said this before on on the show, but. Like one of those times where it really, you know, reaches out and it really reminds you of what this thing is about is when there was a couple of kids that I, they, I mean, I, like I figured they were about 12 years old and they came running down the front stretch. We were, we were basically hanging banners. Mm-hmm. We were, we were doing some of the, uh, what did Boone say at Bristol? No, it wasn't Boone. It was Jake Ingram. Jake Ingram. Exterior right. decorating. Yeah, we were exterior, exterior decorating the fences <laughs> and, uh, and these couple of kids come running up, and they just go, "Outlaws suck." <laughs> I was like, "What in the world? Where are your parents?" <laughs> but parents probably told them to go do it. So they probably got yeah. bought them a soda or something for it. Yeah, them. we all we've had a lot of fun times through the years there. Actually, some you know, you know, one of the interesting things with Facebook is your Facebook memories pop up. Yeah. So it is always kind of cool when you get to this time of the year and you see the Facebook memories pop up of things that we've done in the past. Mm-hmm uh five years ago six seven eight ten years ago and some of the comments and the things back and forth and it's it's kind of funny the different things that we've done with the the posse where um we we've actually gotten pretty involved with them to to really spread the rivalry right (laughs) uh we've staged things uh for tv uh there was a there was a i don't know a speed show or espn one of those shows way back where we, we, I don't even know how we got the drivers to do this. It's probably why they won't necessarily want to do anything with us anymore. We, we had these guys, we had the the posse drivers, we had five or six of them, and we had five or six of our guys, and we were out there staging mock fist fights <laughs> on pit road. And uh, some of them came close to maybe not being so mock, but uh, I, I'll never forget, like, Fred Raymer and Steve Kinzer with, like, a rocky pose with the the arms and the fists coming at each other's heads. That's great. Uh, 
I don't, I don't even remember. I think the race actually rained out. I don't know that we ever even used the footage. Oh, that's it's probably on a tape back here in the library somewhere. But should dig that up. You remember what year it was? Uh, it was oh six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. We, should, we should probably got it. Um, but yeah, we we did stuff like that, and it was you know, the, like we say, the rivalry, the rivalry between the the fans is the coolest part. The mm-hmm. drivers, you know, they, they want to beat each other. It doesn't matter who right. you're racing for. It could be, I want to beat all the other outlaw guys because I'm an outlaw, or yeah. I could want to beat the pot, you know, whatever. But the the neat thing is when those guys pull in the pits and they'll boo this guy or that guy every week, but then when the outlaws come to town, all of a sudden they're cheering for they're that cheering guy for to him. beat the outlaws. Let's put it this way. David Gravel, if he finishes third, is not going to look up and say, oh, Brad, sweet one. Yeah, all right, we got one right. for the outlaws. He's yeah. going to be pissed he finished third. Exactly. No, those guys have yeah. 23 dudes they're trying to beat every weekend. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and it's it's a I don't know, the, the atmosphere like you mentioned, it's like a college football atmosphere, um, and, and it builds over the course of the summer. The Morgan Cup is uh, a fun weekend for sure because there's that that traveling trophy. Uh, we get to summer nationals in uh, the middle of July. You start to see that intensity build a little bit more, and then by the time you get to the national open at the end of September, um, you're full on. It's full on battle there. Yeah. So, um, but it's always. It's a great environment. The the infield, both at Lincoln and Williams Grove, um, you know, hanging out in there. The kids throwing football around or uh, whatever. It's it's such a good uh, good place to to watch a race. Um, I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait to make picks on that. That's gonna be Lincoln is Wednesday, right? Lincoln, Lincoln is Wednesday. Wednesday. So that's for you listeners. This, this evening, live on Dirt Vision. I'm assuming sure. you're listening to this on Wednesday. If you're listening to it on Thursday or after, then... Well. Hopefully you already know what happened because you watched it on <laughs> Dirt Vision. Ever wonder what drivers use when they're working at the track? Our good friends from DirtCarLifts.com provide the perfect setup in the pits. Catch both our World of Outlaws case construction equipment late models and World of Outlaws NOS energy drink sprint car teams using them throughout the season. That's DirtCarLifts.com. All right, picks. All right, what do we got? I'll start with a late mile. Oh, we don't race. You guys don't race. So I, I didn't cancel anything. We got to we, we look at this schedule. So since this comes out on Wednesdays, we've got Lincoln to pick, Williams Grove, also have Bridgeport, and then next Wednesday Wednesday Super Dirt Car Series. Should we pick that Super Dirt Car Series now? No, we'll pick that early next week because okay. that'll be on the next show. I need However, more time to evaluate that. I yes. need more time to think about what what I, happened at Bridgeport? I need to crunch my numbers. I, I don't need more time to evaluate that. I already know who's going to win that race. <laughs> Lincoln Speedway. Well, I'm going to start off because I suck. Although, hey, I was close this week. You're close. Not with not with the B1. Not with the B1. But the 16 could have could have got me a point by our rule where if it's the same track and we pick it, <laughs> we could we get a point. Yeah. But uh, all right, I'm going to start off. I, I think Brad Sweet will win this one. I I just got a feeling the big cat's going to start flexing his muscles a little bit. So we'll go with uh, Brad Sweet at Lincoln. Uh, I'm going to go with the hometown boy. I'm going to go Jacob Allen. Good pick. Shops right there across the road, literally, I believe, and uh, showing some speed. He, and he he deserves another one. Well, I, on Duramax Dryden night at uh, Lincoln Speedway, I'm going to go take Logan Shuhart. Nice. Sharks and the kitties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two sharks and a big cat. But, you know, like I said, it, it's been Sweet, Hod, Deweese, Freddie Raymer, Gravel, Shots, Hodnet. They've been since 2015. Those are your winners at Lincoln. 
So that's at Lincoln, right? Not that's at Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. I, I just I didn't bring my glasses. What, uh, in here, what so. time zone is that? That's, that's Eastern, Eastern time, time zone. zone. Yeah. Not Central. Yeah, no. yeah. Central Pennsylvania time zone. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that might be its own time zone some days. All right, we moved to Williams Grove on Friday, and, uh, well, all this all this crap I talked about, the uh, PA posse, this one's going to come back to bite me. The concrete kid, Anthony Macri, going to win on Friday night. That's who I wanted to take. He also got Saturday night at Williams Grove. Oh, yes, pick, pick Saturday night. So, also, David Gravel. Macri and Gravel. All right. At least you took an outlaw. I was smart Goodness. enough. Um, Playing both sides of the fence. I don't think that's allowed. That's what you did for for a ton of years when the Cubs were bad. You switched to White Sox. Oh no, 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 no! no. I think we can, I can, I can prove well, that that was not the case. I believe you. Oh, you're gonna start me down a path now. Uh, I'm gonna. So Williams, you took Mac- Macri the first night. I took. Hang Macri on the a first second night. here. <laughs> there is no South Side allegiance. <laughs> we stay on the North Side. Those guys. Uh, I had my picks, and then I got sidetracked by baseball thoughts. Um, oh, man, alive. White Sox. I'm going to go Lance DeWeese, but I don't know which night. So I guess first night, Lance DeWeese, then uh, Carson Macedo. Oh, you can't be on both sides of the fence on this thing. I can. I'm from Oregon. We have we have no <laughs> allegiances to anything. We have no pro sport. We have the Blazers. That's it. I'm not used to this allegiance thing. You know what we need to look up? Huh. I'll put this on the record, so I'll remember when I'm listening next time uh, next week. How many World of Outlaws drivers got their first wins at Cottage Grove Speedway in Oregon? A chunk of them. Yeah, I need to look that up. That that's I've been. It's one of those things in the back of my mind that pops up every once. Cottage while. Grove, Oregon. Cottage it's Grove the, Speedway, uh, birthplace of the stars. Yeah, there's a bunch of <laughs> bunch of guys that got their first wins there. I, I think Craig Kinzer was one that jumps to mind, but I think other some others too. Anyway, sorry, we're back in Pennsylvania. Just shots. The other Grove. I don't know. I think Shots. I think Shots may have too. I think Shots got his first one at Cottage yeah. Grove. But we'll go back to the other Grove. Yeah, Williams Grove. Williams Grove. Because that, that'll mess with you too when they're out there and they say, hey, we're going to the Grove. We're going to the racing. Grove, yeah. It's like, no. Did William have a cottage in his Grove? I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> no. All right, so I got to pick my two drivers for, for Williams Grove. Well, Macedo's, I'm going to take Macedo for one of them. I think, uh, you know, he was off a little bit at Bristol. Which I think you know he was in the we had him in the press center on uh, Thursday after practice day and they just seemed like they weren't quite figuring out what what they needed to do there but uh, obviously he had it figured out at uh, Knoxville which is not Williams Grove but same thing had it uh, had it kind of figured back out so not really no no no, no I didn't mean the same thing <laughs> totally not different time zone. different times different times different time zone <laughs> yeah it's Essential Monday time. leave me alone sorry. <laughs> You know what I meant. If you were in my head, you'd know what I meant. Okay. Uh, that's not a place I want to be. No. Um, I, but, uh, okay, and I just got done mocking you guys for being on both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same thing. Ah. I'm going to take Brent Marks. <laughs> I had, You know, Marks already won an outlaw race this Hello, year. Hello, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who else? Who, who are your two picks? I, I got Macedo and Marks. Macedo and Marks. Yeah, Eminem boys. Bridgeport. This is tough because I feel like it could be anybody's game, but uh, I mentioned them, and if, if that wall if that wall's as sturdy as we think it's going to be, I'm going with the hot line. I'm taking Sheldon on shield. It's a good pick. Um, I'm going to go. We say that every week, and yet we still have like one point between the four of us, and it's the fourth f- guy's not here. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, um, still living on my trying to put on a show. So Cotton Bowl. I mean, 
Should we just stop doing picks because we suck? No, no. Okay. We should track them, though. We, it, it, uh, there's nothing to track. We don't score points. I started a spreadsheet and I quit doing it because it was just zeros every week. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a better shot of winning the Super Bowl than we do with scoring a point at this point. Point at this point. Speaking of which, on Friday, you can watch Jacksonville Speedway. Well, that's, sure that, that, that's my line. We'll get to that later. <laughs> that's a different Jacksonville. That is yes, totally is. different. A different time zone. Different time zone. <laughs> All right. We're off the rails. Bridgeport. Uh, you, took, you took Sheldon? Yes. Son of a. Um, Spencer Baston. All right. Good pick. I'll go with David Gravel. That <laughs> 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 was what's uh, what's his name? Coach uh on uh on uh the college football today show. Oh uh, Lee Corso. Lee Corso. <laughs> Good pick. And then he'll pick something 180 degrees from that. At least you're not putting a mascot on your No, head. no, not yet. But whatever we gotta do to get listeners. All right. We go to the dirt vision schedule. We started off with Lincoln Speedway in Pennsylvania to Assuming you're listening on Wednesday, the day it comes out, it's tonight. That is a 5:45 start, and we'll move to Friday at Williams Grove, a 6:15, 6:15 start. I couldn't see the one. That's there. the broadcast time. Broadcast yes, broadcast, broadcast time, time is the times we're given out. And we'll you not be all- hot lapping at 5:45 on Wednesday. I can guarantee no, you that. No. Then on Friday night, if you're not watching the World of Outlaws, not hundred drink sprint cars, can we entice you with Attica Raceway Park? Ooh. On six, starting at six thirty, then Jacksonville, Illinois, oh. at seven to seven fifteen. Seven fifteen uh, Eastern is Eastern. what it says. Yes, yes, all then, times Eastern. Then on Saturday, Volusia Speedway Park back in action. It's a six o'clock start on the broadcast. Williams Grove, night number two, the Morgan Cup. Well, Knoxville is also on there. Then you got Sunday, you got Houston, and then Tuesday night we Bridgeport and Millbridge as well. If you want to see the future stars and Jackson Motorplex and Jackson Motorplex, that so might that, be their first. Race of the year. Did I jump right over Jackson? Oh, it is a no. Tuesday night. I didn't even notice it. It's a that. Tuesday night. Yeah. I just noticed it. Well, Williams Grove Saturday, uh, by the way, is a 12. It's 10 and 12, but there is a $5,000 bonus to the winner on Saturday night. So. so it's 17, really. It's 17 in the ad, but it's 10 and 12 as far as it's the $5,000 bonus. Okay. Don't overthink it. So if you win, it's 17. Oh, no. it's a So, so you have to win both. No. Uh, no. You just have to win. Okay. Just have to win. Now I'm overthinking it, thanks. Yep, you're overthinking. A lot of money at stake. All right, everybody, tune in next week. You can hear the same same people talking about the same things. Uh, It's going to be a... (laughs) Please come back. We'll be better next time. We have a lot of, you know... We have a lot of things to talk about Some people have their opinion on Sports Talk Radio. I get it. We had... uh, Like, I had high hopes for this show today. I thought we were going to do a really good job. I ate too much at lunch. It killed my energy. Oh, we had barbecue. It was, yeah... I don't know what, man. We had a... Well, we were ready to go like four hours ago. We yeah, were. Yeah, Chris well, had a meeting. sorry. I got pulled into something else. But, uh, yeah, boy, you know, I, I really was thinking we were going to have a great show today. I thought it was fine. Was it? Okay. Wait. I'll listen to it. See. It'll be good. I really, you know, for all you people listening there, I so I've listened to the last few shows, which is, you know, good since we're on the show. It's yeah. good to listen to it, like game film, right? Yeah. I, I really apologize for how much I say, uh, um, stumble, dead air. I, there's a reason I'm a writer. <laughs>